Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series that we'll be covering in depth next week. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is my co-host, David. Say hi, David. Hi, David. What's yours for covering this week, David? We were talking about The Last Sayuki. Who wrote The Last Sayuki? This series is created by Adai Jaru, uh, no, no way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this ran from March 4th, 2019 to August 19th, 2019. So 23 chapters, three volumes. Yeah, it didn't do so well. By the way, a uh, fun fact, actually, I am doing a data science project on cancellation time of Shonen series because I have a guess that over time they've become more lenient, Ooh. or at least in this year. And fun fact, what do you think the average runtime of a series that lasts under 100 chapters is? But more, or more than seven? 18. 24. Oh, okay. Okay. So this series is just slightly below average. Yeah. And then uh, do you want to take a guess what it is for a series that's over 100 chapters? 300. 240. I mean, I'm in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to last about five years if you make it past your first two years, which is really interesting. It does make sense, though, because if you if you make it past the first two years, it means that you probably have some kind of engine to keep your podcast, your podcast, to keep your (laughs) (laughs) We just got to make it past the first two years. Oh, my God. We already did it. Yeah, we did it! Woo! Is this what our our second episode of year two? Yeah, we're gonna be on for forever now. Oh god, this is our lives. I don't have a plan for our post Shonen Flop life. This is it forever. We're like the Simpsons. We're gonna be going way too long, way too long. But yeah, anyway, you want me to get into the uh, plot summary? Oh, I would absolutely love it. Hey, listener, uh, try and guess what my opinions on this manga were during the plot summary. See if you can figure it out. Hey, guys, I'm Ryunosuke. I'm a third grader. And by the way, my mom is dead. My dead mom bought me this ball cap. Let me tell you the story. We went to a baseball game and she caught a home run and it was amazing. And then later she bought me this cap. I can't wait to go to school and join the baseball team. Huh? My dad is here with a little girl named Koharu. What's that? He's saying that she has no arms and legs, is blind and stop speaking after her parents died and now she's gonna be my little sister but more importantly he says i can't go to school so i can't join the baseball team oh no i got so mad i had to just go swing my baseball bat while reflecting on the events that literally just happened in the story the first night i had to help her go to the bathroom and she didn't even congratulate me when i got pog champ on overwatch or whatever <laughs> you're my little pog champ jordan Oh, that's so sweet, David. Anyway, I decided to abandon her to go play on the school baseball team where they let me join, even though I've never shown up for practice ever before. Maybe it was a dumb idea to leave a blind quadruple amputee little girl in the care of a fucking eight-year-old child. But anyway, Goharu got a heat stroke and had to go to the hospital. That's not important, though, because I'm really sad. So my dad decided to be abusive and lock me in a dark closet to teach me to sympathize with Goharu. The bastard! I will never sympathize with the disabled. Popcorn, David. Oh no! I designed a lazily designed spooky monster and now I'm able to synthesize with the disabled. Whoa! Thankfully, I was able to get out when Kara somehow wheeled herself over and bashed her head against the door. And then for the first time, she spoke and apologized to me. Wow, the struggles which disabled people endure are really inspiring. Oh, they make you feel so good about yourself, don't you? It's so great! God, this series is so patronizing. Oh my god. I gave Koharu a speech about how I'm gonna help her, but when I went back to check on her in the middle of the night, I found her floating. Gosh darn it, what the heck. 
She said, behind you. And then when I turn, I see the lazily designed monster from earlier. Whoa! Then I'm not really sure what happened because the paneling is bad, but my dad shows up and saves us somehow with his giant fucking nose. I have no clue what happened. Like, I looked at that over and over again. It was like some long stick just, like, came out of the door and did something to defeat the monster. I have no fucking idea. He tells me that Koharu isn't a human being. She's an injured puppy. I mean, she's a divine being who is here to pass judgment on humanity. Her voice makes stupid monsters real, so if she turned evil, that'd be bad. That's why my dad brought her here to teach her about love. That's right, my dad gave me an orphan disabled girl who can destroy the world for the sole purpose of loving me. What a premise for a manga. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. This, uh, this made me pretty mad. So what are your first impressions, David? This is perhaps the most pretentious thing I've ever read. <laughs> I'll get into it in my power word, but I pretty sure like, you know, that South Park joke where like everyone in San Francisco likes the smell of their own farts. Yeah, this is it. This guy definitely thought, oh, man, I am writing the fucking best thing. I am telling the narrative. I am the voice for the people <laughs> with disabilities. This is respectful. We are changing the conversation in Shonen Jump in a way that's never been done before because I am just the best fucking writer of all goddamn time. And, you know, he is just fucking jerking himself off while he's thinking that. I really want to just pull on some heartstrings with my first manga. What if I like made people feel real bad? Somebody else's struggles. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. You know, it's extremely patronizing. And the style of writing just reminded me of reading fan fiction as like a 12 year old. It's so fucking badly written. There's a lot of dialogue that's basically just Ryanosuke going, what do you mean I'm responding to the thing you just told me? What he's talking to his dad and his dad's says that he can't go to school anymore. We don't hear him say that. We just hear Ryanosuke go, what do you mean I can't go to school anymore? Which, first of all, any kid who finds out he can't go to school anymore should not be angry about that. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of moments where Ryanosuke is just like, hmm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about backstory. Just, I don't even know what he was trying to get done with this chapter because it just nothing happened. They didn't need to fucking show a full on flashback of him going to a baseball game with his mom in the first chapter. The flashback was introduced to us as this is how I got my baseball cap. And the story was not about how he got his baseball cap. It was yeah. just like at the very end, it was like, oh, yeah, I got my cap, too. I thought it was going to be a twist like the she's like the reincarnation of his mother. That might. Oh, but that God. would have been an interesting idea. Oh, would it would it have been that interesting? No, no. Also, you got to love how his mom has giant bazongas. Oh, I noticed. I, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, he's got like a hot mom who like smiles yeah. with her eyes closed and everything. Yeah, I bet she died of tuberculosis. <laughs> tuberculosis? Yeah. She got the con she got the consumption. Sorry, Ryanosuke, your mom yeah. got the consumption. By the way, Ryanosuke is literally what I named my OC when I was like a little kid because I found out it was Japanese for dragon. Nice. So like when I see this, I'm just like, oh, he named him a cool name. I see. All right. Jordan, question for you. Besides Hunter Hunter, can you think of a good shonen jump manga where the protagonist is under 15 years old? Dragon Ball? Hmm. Okay, besides that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that doesn't count. Uh, actually, sorry. Let, let me change that to under, what is it, 12 you mean, years you old? You mean like eight years old and shit. You mean if like... If they're not in high school. Mora King? That ages are weird. Mora King is canceled anyway, so it was like... It wasn't a successful manga. Yeah, after he said the N-word at the Grammys. Dude, I remember when Mora King just like stormed on stage and, uh, and slapped Naruto across the face. It was like crazy. That'll be a good patron shout-out is why all of our patrons got canceled. Why? Why? Because we slap. Yeah, but they'll all be like really ridiculous things. None of them will be like, oh, he's a sexual predator. 
Oh, okay, I got you. They'll yeah. be like, he stole 80 pounds of M&Ms from a children's <laughs> hospital or something stupid like that. Oh, man, yeah. Remember, remember when uh, OZ Rat got caught for tax fraud? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Mike Carpenter was her accountant that let her do it. <laughs> oh, God, no. Right. No, this is the wrong, this is the wrong yeah. kind no, of episode. No. Right, but that's, that's a preview, so you that's should subscribe preview. to the Patreon so we can say why you're canceled. If you want to hear more about that, listener, and I know you do, you should give us money so you can hear more. So anyway, yeah, I really hate protagonists in Shonen Jump that are, like, preteen. Yeah. Even Gone, it's like, I still don't know why they didn't make Gone like 14 years old, because it just seems weird. The thing about Gone is that he's not like really the main character of Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter doesn't really have like a main character, you know? Yeah, I know. Gone is the main character for like maybe half of the arcs. And then like yeah. it's somebody different usually for the for the other ones or just mip switches. In. Anyway, this is not Hunter Hunter. This is like uh, this is a shitty series. This is not good representation. She is absolutely treated like an injured puppy, like a little pet. She's not a character. She's just like when I started this series, I was like, oh, boy, the main character is going to take care of uh, a limbless, cute little sister character. All right, cool. I totally trust Mongo with this. All of the conflicts are centered around him, and they're all centered around the issues that he's going through and the feelings that he's having and how it's like, oh, wow, he did learn to sympathize with this girl. And it's like there is a way heavier conflict happening like five feet away from this kid all right like there is a way yeah. worse thing this poor little girl just lost her entire family and she is like severely disabled but no let's talk about the guy who feels like she's a burden that's cool it's also great how they just completely hand wave why she isn't like in a specialty care center. They're like, nah. I was like, this is clearly someone who needs expert caretaking. Hey, let's just leave an incredibly disabled child in the care of another child. It's not like taking care of somebody who's disabled is like a difficult job or anything that, re that requires people who know what they're doing. By the way, uh, so I, I have a lot of friends who, uh, who suffer from disability. Did you know that if you get married, the government will revoke your disability payments? Mm, yeah, I know that system's really fucked up. They just assume you've got someone to take care of you now. But no, that's not how it works. You need to know what you're doing as evidence here, as evidence by the fact that he went to baseball and left this little girl to get heat stroke. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> as soon as she was hospitalized for heat stroke, he would lose probably access to his children for a temporary period. Like they would be put in emergency housing. Yes, as he should have been. Uh, like, and furthermore, you know, this dad is clearly abusive in other ways. I mean, he fucking locked an eight-year-old up in, like, a dark closet to teach him a lesson for what seems like hours. Yeah. Wasn't coming to get him. The, the only yeah. reason he got out was that his other kid, who is quadruple amputee, I looked it up and it was, like, yeah. congenital quadruple amputee, I think is the proper term. She came and injured herself. I don't, I legitimately do not know how she wheeled herself over by the way because listener uh, we haven't said it yet but instead of like uh, arms and legs she just has like these prosthetics that look like mannequin doll parts yeah it just feels really gross because the the whole point of the series seems to be literally turning this girl into like an object yeah the series shows that she has almost no agency pretty much no agency and then what, what sucks the worst about that part, by the way, which I yeah. think is easy to miss, is that the thing that he is so inspired by is the fact that she never asks for help, which is a really shitty message to give, especially to disabled people. Like, fuck yeah. you. Is, is that saying that, like, if a disabled person asks for help for an issue they can't deal with, they're weak? You know, it's just stupid. This manga is bad. It's okay to ask for help. 
It's absolutely okay, especially if you have no arms and legs. Yeah, anyway, David, would you read another 10 chapters of this? No, I do, by the way, actually have one more negative. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. The art, for some reason, made me think this was going to be like post-apocalyptic, so it'd be kind of like a cool survival story, and that's why he had to take care of her? That would be something. Hey, that would be a justification. That would be a reason why this is happening. And I was like, oh, no, it's not post-apocalyptic. It's just all the adults in this universe are fucking idiots, and CPS doesn't exist. Yeah, no, the adults are fucking idiots, and yeah, they're clearly just fucking terrible parents. Like, oh my god, like, I just have no justification for what happened here. Yeah. It just felt so much like... Like the author was like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool if I had like this little girl who couldn't say anything but could only exist to love me? It's like it's really just rubs me the wrong way, man. Yeah, making this post-apocalyptic would have fixed a lot of issues with this series. It would have. And it would have probably made the series interesting. More interesting. Oh, my God. Like, even aside from the basic premise, there's a lot of things this year, this chapter could have done to make it more interesting than it was. And it just did. Yeah, it's just not well written. And by the way, I drew a monster that looked exactly like that when I was like 19. So it's not even that that original. It's like, oh, I'll just make like a generic blob of like faces and noses and, and eyes. And it's like Berserk did this way better, dude. I'm going to guess, though, that there's going to be a lot of people who think this series is great, like Phantoms here, and they're going to get mad at us because i can see like someone <laughs> i'm selling an asshole be like if you're dumb you're gonna think this series is good <laughs> yeah pretty much this is like crash where the movie where crash is the most pretentious horse shit <laughs> that's my power crash jordan there you go <laughs> but um i actually do want to read in our 10 chapters of this because i just really want to see what the fuck this series is going to do because i honestly cannot guess where it's going from here so i just really want to see what they're doing with this insanely stupid premise so I would not, but I would ask you about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to subject myself to this, but I am a little curious, but not. But I mean, I'm going to read it because I have a podcast where I have to read it. But yeah. like, <laughs> and it, this whole thing's been professionally translated. So that's great. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope it wasn't Stephen Paul who had to do it. Oh, no, that poor guy. Whoever it was, uh, you earned your paycheck. So anyway, Jordan, what are your guesses, big guy? This series will end with Koharu getting all her limbs back and ascending to a higher plane or something. Mm -hmm. That's a common thing. Like, yeah, look, this disabled person got what they wanted. They're able bodied now. It's a cool message to send. Anyway, uh, Ryu will hit a home run baseball. <laughs> Just the one time. Just the one time. It's going to be yep. really climactic. And there's going to be some vague dark shape that tries to get Koharu to do evil stuff. Like I'm picturing like some kind of weird, vaguely defined ghost that's just kind of whispering in her ear. Kind of like the villain of uh, Ranking of Kings. And man, that series, that series went to absolute dog shit in the last like three episodes. You know, it's kind of like the villain in many series, because I don't yeah. think this series is going to be very original. That is fair. But what were your guesses, David? Mine are, I think Rhea's mom is also a magical being of some sort. Mm -hmm. They don't say what happened to her. She's just gone. Yeah. When you have a series where it's like, oh, here's a character who is dead and definitely isn't going to come back, definitely isn't going to be relevant, she's dead, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that's a good sign that, no, she actually is going to be relevant and be magical. Mm -hmm. My second one is, I think the series at some point is going to rip off Fooly Cooly. In what way? I don't know yet. We'll see. I think just maybe the absurdity of it and things coming out of the creativity, uh, the use of a bat. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And then I think the series is going to have a bittersweet ending. No, the ending is going to be like, man... Koharu, like, went somewhere else. Went back to her home planet. 
Kara died on the way back to her home planet, but man, I feel really inspired and better about life. That's gonna be what the ending is. It's literally the story of having a puppy and then the puppy dying and you learning to cope with death. That's what the that's what the story's gonna be about. That's my fourth guess. David, what's your power word? I see you changed it. So my first one was fuck it was pretentious, and then I changed it to smell. Smell you now later. Now to crash. David managed to sneak in three power words in this episode. I just want to point that out. Yes. I put the words in power word. Pow, my power words. So anyway, yeah. So the reason I, I fought Crash because of that shit movie. The reason I put smell is because, as I said, this guy likes to smell his own farts. It's also that's one of the few senses she has because she doesn't have a sense of sight. I guess she has a sense of hearing, but she doesn't have a sense of like, yeah. you know, touch. So that's why I thought smell also fit in. And this series stinks. This stinks. This does. My power word is one because, David, the song won by Metallica is a more respectful depiction of somebody who is a quadruple amputee than this fucking thing. Oh, God. All right. I'm tired of talking yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah. Let's some go Q&A. Q &A. All right. So coming up from Agpo, it says, what are your Halloween costumes slash which characters from the flop series would you cosplay? So how about you, Jordan? Which character from a show in flop series would you cosplay? So, you know, uh, Double Tie say that dude who wears like the shower curtain. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I want to wear like the shower curtain. That's really good. Mine is maybe the low hanging fruit, but I would dress up as David from Teenage Renaissance <laughs> David because I think that would be cute. If you could pull that off, that'd be really cool. If you could, like, get some makeup that made your face right? look like, you know, the Statue of David, that'd be a good costume. See, what's good about that is that you don't need to go to, like, an anime con for that because nobody knows that series anyway. You could just yeah. walk around and be like, yeah, my name's David, so I decided to go as David. Exactly. <laughs> All right, next up is from Hassan. Hassan's been missing for a while, but I miss you, Hassan. Oh, he says, hey, Hassan. Out of the flops, which one had your favorite power system? And I want to point out, he spelled favorite with a U because he's British. <laughs> yeah, my stupid American Google Docs thinks that that's fucking misspelled. Oh, I forgot to make fun of you that you misspelled the word judgment and you added an E where it doesn't need to be in judgment. I always do that. It just looks weird. My brother in Christ, we talk about school judgment all the time. I try not to think about school judgment more than I have to in my defense. <laughs> and also, it just looks fucking weird without the E. I know it's correct, but it just looks fucking weird. Yeah, it's like fridge versus refrigerator. How they're spelled differently. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, crazy, yeah. right? All right. So which which flop do you think had your favorite power system? So not Build King, which probably had the worst. You know, it's funny. I can't think of that many like power yeah. systems. I'm going to get the schedule up right now and we can just look through it. So let's see. Didn't Jackman have like a cool power system? Or actually, it would probably be good to go to our tier list because then all the good ones are definitely going to be in the ones that were at the top, right? You'd think, right? I mean, the problem is that like a lot of the best series don't reveal their power system like immediately. They wait until you actually care about the characters to introduce that that kind of complexity. You know, like in Hunter Hunter, we learn about Nen in the second arc after we've already done yeah. the exam arc, which is the only good exam arc. That's true. So let's see. Looking at the ones we actually like, Harbo Cop and Dolphin didn't have like a power system. Yeah. Marking didn't. Time Paradox isn't a fighting manga. Double Taisei isn't. You could argue that uh, the power system in Double Taisei is just being good at Shogi. <laughs> it's, it's just called being. <laughs> Maybe Samurai 8? I don't, but I don't remember what the fuck that power system oh, was. It, it was like the power. Yeah, the power system was like you can interact with like Cyber Buddha or something. I don't know. I'm going to say Candy Floor because I think it's cool. Yes. Everyone had candy based yes. powers. 
I looked at the list earlier and you're reminding me, yes, that was the one I, it seems to be just, if you can define something as candy, you can use it like candy, which is amazing. Yep. And the Gigantor thing is still an all time great Shonen flop moment. I think just, oh my God. So silly. All right. But next question going down to our lovely patron, Ozzy Rat. Do you regret the premise of your show after reading so much manga with questionable themes? So Jordan, do you regret making Shonen flop with me? You know, sometimes. I don't re- regret making Shonen flop, but I regret having David on it. <laughs> yeah, he just brings down the whole podcast. No, I don't regret doing this podcast ever. I really enjoy it. I regret reading some of the manga that we read, but it's an injury in the line of duty. We're, we're offering a service. Like, now you don't have to read School Judgment. If you were like, hmm, I wonder if Build King's any good. You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to subject yourself to that. You could just listen to it because we suffered for you. We're basically Jesus. Exactly. So that answer my question, uh, the answer being that we're Jesus. He doesn't look a thing like Jesus, buddy. Talks like a gentleman. I forget the lyrics. I forget the lyrics. When you were shonen. When you were you 19. (laughs) Fuck off. Mine was better. (laughs) Anyway. It was. Next question from Happy123 Boy. How do you guys record? So really, we actually have a Google Doc that talks about our process for creating. You can find that on our website. It's called the Shonen Flop Audacity Editing Guide. Really what we do is we just do it over a Discord in our rooms, and then we each record our audio independently. Big tip, do not mash everyone's audio together if you want your podcast to have good results. That's generally like a sign that your podcast is probably not going to have good recording because it means you can't really edit it very well. And then we have our awesome Dylan, who does the first pass on the audio, and then Jordan and I do... um, um, passes ourselves the level of effort depending on if it's a chibi or a main episode save it as dot wav or ogg save it as an uncompressed audio file do not send mp3s because it's going to get worse every single time you resave it yeah yeah wav isn't uncompressed so it'll be 100 what you set. also just want to highlight that if you would like to hear how we record as a king of the force and above patron you can be sitting in on this recording right now including perks like being able to just hang out with us during the warm-up audio so thanks for that question by the way, everything we just said is a lie. We actually just yell out the window like we clarified you in the previous made that episode. Fucking joke. That's why I'm saying we're I'm clarified it. I'm continue I'm ensuring continuity. <laughs> Whatever. Next up, our final question from ZZ Digital. Do you prefer covering longer titles or U19s? I'm gonna be honest and say I prefer it when the series is short because it just means it's less to read. Cause as we found out, about one in ten manga are actually enjoyable to read on this show. So that's the thing. If it sucks, then yes, U19, please. If it's good, I mean, like, uh, from a work level, sure, I would prefer it to be shorter, but I wouldn't get, like, angry. Like, I'm not angry at Double Taisei because I enjoyed the whole thing, even though it was, like, what, 45 chapters? Oh, are you thinking of Hardball Cop and Dolphin where we read, like, 50 chapters? Because Double Taisei, I think, was in, like, 23 chapters. I think Double Taisei was a little longer because I remember Tim was just like, oh my God, this is so long. But yes, Hard Boiled Cop too. Like I I wasn't angry about it, but it was like, oh man, this is definitely more work, especially because I have to write the plot summary. Actually, since I have to write the plot summary, U19 always, please. Thank you. Yes. It's also just sometimes the manga just being longer doesn't change the conversation. Like what would another 10 chapters of Zon changed how we talked about it? Because a lot of manga after chapter 15 or so, unless they're like Stealth Symphony, your perspective on them is probably not going to to change for the, the next 15 chapters that you're going to read a bit. I would have had to add an entire extra sentence yeah. if there were 15 extra chapters of Zahn. Though with Zahn, that would have been, what, in our 10 minutes of reading? <laughs> to read in our yeah. 10 chapters? That was a very insightful question, so thank you. But yeah. that is all the time we have for Q&As. So, Jordan, shall we take it to the shoutouts? Yeah! Let's do it. 
So let me start things off by saying, Jordan, thank you so much for editing this GB episode. David, it means a lot to me. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for all the work that you do and everything, everything that you do for this world. Oh, thanks. And the people in it. David, I love you. Anyway, keep going. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati. Thank you, Dylan, for your assistance with editing. You can find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeOutOfContext.com. Thanks to Tucker for assistance with pronunciation, translation, our miscellaneous research. Thanks to T-Root, Ozzy Rat, and t Wolf for being our awesome transcription volunteers. You can find them on our site as they become available. Jordan, anything you want to add? I already thanked you. Yeah, well, you, can never <laughs> thank me, you can never thank me enough. But thank you for editing. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, ShonenFlop.com. That's S-H-O-N-E-F-L-O-P.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. I think David forgot one of the ends there. <laughs> S-H-O-N-E-N-F-L-O-P. It's been a long day. It's show and then the NEN system. There you go. I think someone who's familiar with NEN probably knows what the word Shonen is. You think? <laughs> But you can also argue about things like that on our Shonen Flop Discord. Open to everyone, patron or not. Come hang out with us and talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind. Also, have a monthly movie night. What are we watching this month, Jordan? Are we watching Wayne's World? Yes. Yes, we're watching Wayne's World. Yeah. We Sorry. We are. No, sorry. We're watching Bill and Ted's. If you want to redo oh, that. What, well, well, wait, we're watching from the Bill top. and Ted. Yeah. No, let's keep it. That's good. Okay. okay. <laughs> whatever. Um. <laughs> oh, God. You can find a link to it in the show notes or on our site. And if you've been enjoying the podcast and you want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. We have a ton of awesome perks like bonus episodes on Witch Watch. What our thoughts were on the first three episodes of Teen Titans. By the way, one thought I had while reading The Last Sayuki is this is like the worst version of Witch watch oh man which watch is so good this just really makes you appreciate how good witch watch does i can't believe this dude's third manga and he's not still not phoning it in yeah exactly like yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh and so you get our perks like priority in the q a and uh, help us decide what series we're going to cover next or even just talk to us in these recordings or and priority on being considered to be a guest on the show actually our guest next week is a patron but they are still a very awesome dude so i promise you it's not the only reason we picked them you can find our patreon at patreon.com shonen flop and on that note let's read off some of our wonderful patrons mm, i love you i love you all you mean so much to me all right. <laughs> so starting off with our Chainsaw Man patrons, we have Do You Not Like the Butt Drawer and Pterodactyl Ghost. Moving on down to the Dolphin Parent, we have Tracking Roving Animals for All Loving Girls and Raccoons Wolfwood. Then moving to the King of the Force, we have Albie, Cram, Gabe Lando, Jacob, Andrew Galloway, Marty, Rachel, my lovely girlfriend. Congratulations on passing your financial certification exam. Yeah! She texted me during the recording. Scarlet Mirrorman, T, The Real Jewelry, and The BB King, BB The. And then moving on down to the Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have Blah, Moo Moo, BS, Dolphin, Dylan Kreider, Eric, Alex Klein, Generic Man, Hans, Chase, Yogg, Slava, no, Kylie Denton, Lincoln Frey, Mara Barra, Matt Solovich, Mike Carpenter, Sarah Hydra, Shinki Sekimoto, Silly Rookie. I was actually talking about your comic to a friend of mine, uh, so I think they said they wanted to check out more of your art, which is totally awesome. Everyone should check out Silly Rookie's art, and you can find more. They posted their art a lot on the Discord, so definitely check it out there. Simming for Senpai Ash, Staghorn, That One Welder Guy, Trevor Schechner, super awesome guys, hanging out with him on Thursday playing Magic, and Yaji Black. Thank you so much for giving us money. I love you for that. You let us be able to pay Dylan to edit the show, so thank you so much. We really couldn't do the show without all of our wonderful patrons. Seriously. And thank you, Dylan, for taking our money to edit it. It means <laughs> yeah. so much to me. Yep. All right. <laughs> and then, uh, just to go into sign-off, thank you so much for listening. Tune in next Monday for our full episode on Last Week featuring Eric Klein. This has been Jordan. This has been David. And you've been listening to Show and Flop, baby. David, say it! Keep on flopping floppers. Yeah, bye! Bye.